When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello and welcome to All Stats, aren't we? It's John here. We're not going to have a full episode this week because we're playing Crawley Town in the FA Cup and I don't think anyone wants to hear any of us pontificate about Crawley Town. So I did the next best thing and I found someone who can pontificate about Crawley Town, a Crawley Town fan called Alex Burke. So without further ado, I'll hand you over to Alex Burke who can tell us all about what to expect from Crawley Town. So Alex, hi, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. You did? Yeah, really good. It's uh, been snowing again where I am. I'm up in the north, so uh, we, we had a little bit more snow, so it's still feeling a little bit Christmassy. But uh, yeah, we're we're f- fully into the new year, and it's uh, with with the FA Cup coming around, it's starting to feel like the season's getting, yeah, uh, yeah, getting serious January. as well. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, how about you? Did you have a good break over Christmas? Yeah, very nice. Yeah, got two young children, so it's just obviously all about them. So mm. they're a fun age for Christmas, are they? Uh, the oldest one is yeah, he's five. And I've got a mm. little boy who's one as well, so he didn't mm. really know what was going on, but <laughs> it's all good. Well, we could talk about Christmas all day long, but uh, we yeah. are here to talk about Crawley Town, uh, the, the club that you support. Um, so let's get into that. I think most Leeds fans wouldn't know much about Crawley Town. So what would you say are the most important things that we should know about the club going into the weekend? Obviously, going into the weekend, it's, it's just to highlight how small a club we are and how like how new to lead football we are. Like We've only been in the league like 10 years, so... This is such a massive game for us, like such a massive occasion. We've got a really small budget as well, one of the smallest in the in the EFL. So this is a massive, it's a proper David versus Goliath um, game. Sorry mm. to use a cliche, but <laughs> no, that's yeah. fine. It was interesting hearing your manager saying that it was just a shame that the fans couldn't be there to to watch yeah, this. Kind it's, of game. Yeah, it's such a shame. Yeah, you're right. We've had we obviously we we messaging. We spoke about the the cup one we had a few years ago, but this kind of game doesn't come around that often. And um, so it's su- such a shame it's happened. Obviously, it's right that we can't be there, but it's such a shame here yeah, for us. Yeah, you mentioned the that cup run. Um, uh, we, we we may as well talk about it now because you had a you had a that good cup run sort of took you to the fifth round um, and a, a narrow loss. I think it was against Manchester United in yeah, 2010. Yeah, hit the bar late on as well. We should have right, okay. nearly nicked one late, but. 
Yeah, no, that's that's great. And um, I remember being in similar. I mean, obviously it's a different level, but being with with Leeds and watching us get quite deep into the uh, the EFL trophy as it was at the time, the EFL yeah. Cup, I should say, at the time uh, when we went to Anfield, and it's just such a great experience to, yeah, to go yes. through that. Um, with that in mind, how seriously would you say this tournament is being taken by John Yems, uh, the manager and the club, at this this time around? For every, I think for like for every small club, I think the first two rounds are, are, the, are the important ones. Trying to, this is kind of there. This is such a massive payday or potentially massive payday that to get to this round is what we've been working for. So this kind of feels a little bit like a kind of a free hit almost. It's, mm. uh, it's our time in the spotlight. Like, like it yeah. feels like the first two were the massive games, were the two massive games to get to here is where we want to be. Mm. And so I'm not sure they're taking it seriously, but it's obviously not going to be. Leeds have had a habit under Marcelo Bielsa of being knocked out quite early on. In yeah, in I heard someone. Games. Yeah, I saw something on Twitter about yeah that he's Christian for you guys. Are you are you expecting a strong squad or? Yeah, this is a good question, actually. I think that it may be the case that we do see quite a lot of the young young players being played. I know in the Carabao Cup, so we lost to Hull on penalties in the Carabao Cup and we started basically a youth side and then okay. a few new signings um, in that. And I'm sure we'll probably do something similar. I'm sure we'll have a really strong bench either way, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, I do think that, you know, and this is what I, t- I took from Hull. Hull came into the game and were quite, um, I thought they were quite, ambitious they were like positive they came out and they and they went for it and um i'm sure i'm sure crawley will probably do the same and mm-hmm. you, you never know what can happen on the day yeah you know? yeah um so i'm sure you've, i'm sure um, there's definitely something in, in it quite a good young youth there's a few good young players isn't there is, is that yeah we've got them to... yeah we do we so we have an interesting situation in that we have um we we, we have quite a thin squad bielsa doesn't mm-hmm. like a, a large yeah, squad yeah. so we've got a lot of um We've got a lot of people who are sort of on the fringes who could maybe come through. Um, so we have we brought in a lot of players as well because we just um, upped our category status in the academy to the top level. So mm-hmm. they brought in a lot of good not young youth players as well. I think just so that we can compete at at, at that level in the, yeah, in the yeah, category one tier. So we brought in a guy called. Um, uh, Joffy Gelhart, who who is uh, yeah, Wigan, we yeah. brought him in a, in a fire fire sale. Yeah. Uh, Sam Greenwood, we got from Arsenal. Cody Drame from Fulham, a uh, really good player. And then we've got players like Pascal Strauch, who's been playing in the in the Premier League because of injuries. And mm-hmm. um, and then we've got players like Jamie Shackleton and Leif Davis, who are like again on the fringe of the squad because they're yeah, yeah. they sort of sit between the twenty threes and the and the senior squad as well. So yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't think I mean obviously you want the big players to play, but I think. You, you'll still be getting a good game from the squad, even if it is quite a young one. No, yeah, of course. Mm. Just before we start go, getting into the um, the ins and outs of the FA Cup, I just wanted to highlight that there are a couple of managerial links to Leeds and, and Crawley Town. You obviously had yes. Harry Stewart and Steve Evans both managing the club. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve Evans was a bit more successful than Harry Kewell, I believe. Yeah, he, well, he came along. Yeah, he was the most he was in charge of like, the most successful time when we got promoted to the league. And then, yeah, he put together. He, I think he had a, a bit more backing than any other manager we've had, even though we started in the conference or the national league. He got a lot, like, a fair bit of backing. So he put together a really good squad. And then we were we were handily placed when in League Two. And then he left in the Easter around Easter time. Mm. Just left to go to, uh, I think it was Rotherham. Yeah, Rotherham, he went to Rotherham yeah. and then he went from there to Leeds, right? So yeah, that was so the he left us a step up. It left us at a little bit of a suspect time, but. Yeah, it's crazy that our two teams share a share a manager. Like, if you said to me a few years ago that Steve Evans would be like Leeds, Leeds United <laughs> manager, I wouldn't have wouldn't have believed yeah. it. Yeah, well, I think that says more about the uh, ownership. Possibly, that we had. Yeah, possibly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. Uh, Cam anyway, Cam we sorry. Cam oh yeah, Cam, talk, talk Cam, he was a massive like when I was growing up. I love watching Harry Tool play in the Premiership. So when he became my manager, like that was, but well, it didn't quite work out. He had like there was a few arguments with fans and stuff. But he didn't do a bad job. He brought in some good players. But mm. I think he again he left under a bit of a cloud. So it's not always. I don't think a lot of our fans look back on his time as like particularly fondly. Mm. He was only there for about a season, wasn't he? And I think he finished yeah, 14th season, in the season in a bit. Two. Yeah, which was a good finish. Yeah. I mean, the, the season before and after him, it wasn't as if we were challenging. If that makes sense. Hmm. So the season he was there was was okay, he, and like I say, he brought in his recruitment was quite good. There's still a couple of players that he brought in as youngsters who are still in our first team. So he didn't do a bad job, but like I say, I don't think many fans look back too fondly on his on his reign. Let's talk a little bit about the the FA Cup. Um, how how's it gone so far for you? You've mentioned the first two games are the important ones. That was a that was a win against Torquay United, and then um, uh, another game against AFC Wimbledon that you that you won, which is impressive because they're the division above you, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, those the, those good games, yeah. The first the Torquay one was yeah the six six five. That was a yeah hell of a game. We went two 0 down actually, and then we had the young keeper. Young keeper was I think Glenn Morris got injured. In the, in the week before or something. So the reserve keeper played and he got a really nasty injury just after half time. And there was like 20 minutes of uh, added on time. And so we managed to get back to two all. Then in the, in the 20 minutes injury time, went three two down, equalised in the last minute of injury time, took it to extra time, went five three down. And then in the second half of extra time, managed to get three more goals and we scored the last minute of extra time to win six five. Wow. So yeah, that was a, magic of the cup. Magic to the cup, yeah. It's a decent, decent game to watch, obviously. And the, the Wimbledon game, yeah, one, one nil down early, and then fought back to win two one to a side division above. Hmm. So yeah, put, happy with that. And then obviously to get you get yourselves, I think it's given the club a bit of a boost because we've been unde- undefeated since this game was drawn. So hmm. like it's a bit yeah. of a cliche, but the, these these games do put a, a bit of a spin in the step of all the players, and it's definitely helped over the Christmas period. How about the league? What's it been like in the league so far this season? You've just mentioned you're unbeaten in nine, so clearly yeah. you're you're pushing up the table now. Yeah, we sat in sixth, I think, fifth. So we sat in the playoffs. I think I think like a lot of clubs, we started off pretty slowly due to the obviously the the preseason or the lack of. I think there's a few new signings. Obviously, players getting fear. So I think we started slowly, but as the season's gone on, we are looking more of a side. Yeah. Hmm. Let's talk a little bit about the tactics. Um, where, where would you say that John Yem's Crawley Town are right now? How does he look to get the team playing? Uh, I think we like to play into midfield. We've got a lot of ball playing kind of midfield players. Uh, we haven't got many. We, he, he likes to play a four four two. I mean, we've messaged about the kind of the formations and stuff. He likes to play four four two. I think that's his favourite formation. We don't, we don't really have any winners in that. I think kind of typical winners are kind of dying out a little bit, I suppose. But our wide players are given license to kind of shift inside and take up more central central roles. So we like to get the ball into midfield. We've got pacey strikers. So let get the ball into them and see what they can create, really. Mm. Yeah, I watched a bit of the... I mentioned to you, I watched a little bit of the Bolton game yeah. uh, that you recently played. And yeah. it seems like you like to... You're, you're happy pressing high and you're, you're, yeah. you also try and pass the ball out the back. It's not like you're trying to hit hit it long and just get it yeah. to pacey strikers. There is like... No, we definitely... We haven't got the players, I don't think. I think John, John Yems is the kind of a manager who will, if he has a target man, he might use him, if that makes sense. But we don't really mm. have a target man, so he won't. he's not going to play long balls to a striker like Ashley Nadezen, who's not going to really win headers and flick the ball, hold the ball up mm. and stuff. So we play to the striker's strength, which is they are, Nadezen and Wassers are quite pacey with good, good movement. So the midfields and even the defenders will try and get it into the into the striker's fairly quickly. 
but it's not aimless it's kind of with a purpose if that makes sense yeah yeah uh, just look, you, you already mentioned the formations um, and looking through the fixtures this season, you've obviously largely played a 4-4-2, as you've said, but it has been the occasional uh, back three and a 5-3-2. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed from the, some of the games that you've played the back three in or the back five, it's been bigger. It's been bigger clubs. So you played it against Wimbledon in the in the FA Cup. You also played against Forest Green Rovers recently in the um, in the yeah. league and Forest Green Rovers are doing quite well in league two at yeah, the moment. I think, they were, so. I think they were top when we played them, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and... Uh, so I guess I'm I'm interested in whether or not you think that means that Yems will probably go with the the five three two against Leeds. Possibly, yeah. Um, I was thinking about this earlier. Like the in terms, we've got um, left back is out injured at the moment, Josh Doherty. So he would play down the left hand side of that five, but he's out injured. And so when we play four four two, we shift over a centre half, left footed centre mm-hmm. half, and then but when but he wouldn't play left wing back. He's more. A centre half playing left back can't really play left wing back. If that makes sense. And the left wing back, uh, Sarula, Nick Sarula, is a new new signing, very inexperienced. So I'm thinking if he plays the five, he'd have to play Sarula. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm not not. To- I think he I think he might play the five, but I don't think he will with Sarula. If that makes sense. I think hmm. he, he might. It would be fitting kind of players into he might have to play a right sided play on the left if we went with the five. So I think he might opt for the four four two and mm. go go that way. Okay. Um obviously Leeds fans won't have a huge idea about the the Crawley squad. Is there any players in particular that they, you would say that they should look out for? Who who are the impressive players in your squad? Um I, I imagine they, they might have heard of Matt Swatters who's resigned over the summer. It was a free agent, came out of came out of nowhere really. He was on trial at a, a conference south team over the summer. We brought him in and he's been absolutely on fire. 16 in 17, I think he's got. He's been really good. I mean, he's been out injured for the last couple of weeks. But if he plays, then obviously it gives us more of a, a punch's chance, as well, I suppose. If, if he's fit, then we've got a, a goal scorer who might be able to take a chance. Mm. Um, and which of your players do you think will need to play well if they are to beat Leeds? <laughs> Again, a bit of a cliche to say, but I think the goalkeepers going to have to have a big day. Glenn Morris, I think as you saw the Bolton game last week, mm. he played um, played quite well the last last half hour, made some good saves. I think he's going to have to have a good game if we're going to do anything or get anything out of the game. Um, you've mentioned a few injuries that you've got. How, how is the general injury situation at Crawley at the moment? I think it's good. Yeah, like the two players I've mentioned, Doherty and Waters, I think they're the only two we've been missing recently. Doherty's been out a couple of months, so I doubt he'll be playing. Waters, because we've had a little break, we've had a week, week to prepare. So maybe Waters might be fit. But other than that, it's a full, as far as I'm aware, it's a full strength squad. So how do you think you will line up on Sunday? Then what will the what will the lineup look like? I, I'm, uh, I think he might, he might do the five. He might do the five. I think he, I would go four four two though. I think he's in a because he's been he's been quite positive. He wants to. He said we're going to have a go. So I think John Jens is having a go would be four four two. Hmm. Um, do you want me to run through the lineup? Did you? Yeah, know? if you've got if you've got one. Yeah, I think um, I think Glenn Morris obviously plays in goal. The two centre halves, Tony Craig and Jordan Tunnicliffe. I think they've started twenty two out of twenty four. So I, I imagine they'll start centre halves. Um, Tom Dallison will play centre half. Will play left back. I think he'll go possibly Archie Davis right back, and then he'll possibly play. We've had George Fantom as club captain has played right back, but he's just come back from a broken arm. But he's played him in midfield the last couple of games. Mm. But he, I think he'll play midfield with Jack Powell and Jake Hessenthaler, but they're three central players. So I think he'll play a 4-4-2, but he might 
edge one of them out to the right-hand side to do a job, maybe. Um, and Sam Matthews will play from the left. But again, he's someone who wants to play central. He'll pick up areas centrally. He's not going to stick to the left-hand side. Uh, and I think Tom Nichols will probably, or hopefully, play off Matt Waters, the two up top. Cool. Um I don't ever ask for for predictions because anything can happen in football. But yeah. I, what I am interested in is how you think the game will go. Like, what? How do you think the ebb and flow of the game will go um, on Sunday? Uh, like I think, like we mentioned earlier, I think we might. I think Yems will get us up for it, and Lee Bradbury will get us up for the game. So we, we might bloody your nose early. We might. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. I think the pitch is okay. The pitch is not. It's not going to be a typical lower league. Pitch, it's probably better it's... than ours at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, we might catalyze and we might catch you off guard early, maybe. But I think, like you said, you don't have quality coming off the bench. So I think if we do go ahead, I think you might bring on some quality. And I think we might get maybe 3 1 late on if we go ahead in the second half. I think the quality will tell eventually. Hmm. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure to chat to you, Alex. No, no, and pleasure and having a bit me more on. About, about Crawley. What's the best way for our listeners to, to follow you on social media? Uh, just on Twitter, Alex Burke one, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it is too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for for coming on. I really hope you enjoy the day on on Sunday. I hope it's not yeah. too painful. I hope it's a good game and uh, there's there's something for you to get out of it. And who knows? Maybe you will be uh, giant slayers. Maybe we never know. <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks very much. No, thanks. Thank you. Cheers. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 